A few months ago, Maggie Dinsmore reached out to me and told me that she was in contact with some members of the World Mission Society Church of God and that she had set up a time to do a Bible study with them. After we looked into the laws of her state, she decided to record the audio of that Bible study, and now I'm sharing it here in hopes that others could listen and better understand how WMSCOG members think and argue, and what you can expect if you ever try to engage in a conversation with them. Our goal for releasing this recording is simply that you all will be able to listen to how a conversation with WMSCOG members might go in a real-life scenario so that you can be better equipped to have conversations with members that you might encounter in your own lives. If the WMSCOG leadership was more willing to have public dialogues and discussions, then audio recordings like this would not be as necessary. However, the WMSCOG leadership has so far been unwilling to come onto a platform like this one to engage in respectful dialogue with those who disagree with them. And not only is the leadership unwilling to come on and dialogue themselves, but they prohibit and strongly discourage members from coming onto platforms like this one as well. So I hope you find this conversation you're about to hear helpful and informative. And if you would do me a huge favor, leaving a five-star review, a written review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, it really goes a long way. Um, it, it, it is a huge part in helping to get this podcast out to more people. When you leave a review, it just kind of tells the algorithm that people like the episode that they're listening to the podcast, and then we'll put it out in front of more people in the search feed. So yeah, if you would all take a, a couple minutes, those of you who do listen and, and leave a review, if you haven't yet, I would really appreciate that. Okay, yeah. just, let me go over here. Oh, thank you. Did so you want us to take off our shoes? Yeah, no matter. Okay. Well, I know Brittany, when she first met you, also I'm Brittany, so two Brittany's. But when she first met you, she told you about, like, you know, different things in the Bible, such as, like, you know, Passover, the feast of God, mm-hmm. and, um, even the female image of God. So among those topics so far, like, which one kind of really stuck out to you? Well, I've studied it a lot, so uh, whatever you want like <laughs> yeah obviously and i told her like we have obviously different beliefs so right, right, mostly right. i just want to make sure like y'all give me some time to talk yeah, and y'all have to talk you know that we yeah i'll do y'all want anything to drink or y'all are um so far i have oh, like, a bottle of water so okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. thank you <laughs> okay. 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 but yeah we can definitely go into um i guess the passover that's a good start i feel like okay so we can go into that one um, okay okay so let's see. I'm going to get my pen out. My Bible. It's so good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. She was like, uh, we, we met at my apartment. Um, we just got done eating dinner. And then she was like, y'all know a Maggie? I was like, yeah, I know a Maggie. She was like, she knows about the face of God? Yeah. And I texted her. like, And then she was like, oh, I ran into her. And I was like, but then I thought she just came to the apartment and like met you. Uh huh. But she told me she ran into you at Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so crazy. Like, yeah. oh, I was just meant to be. Like, that's, that's so, so funny. So I was really, I was really excited about that. But yeah, um, we can go into a little bit about the Passover. So this will kind of go into like Second Coming Christ as well and um, the Passover. So the title being the Secret of 
the forgiveness of sins. And second coming Christ. Okay. Do you believe in second coming Christ? I do not believe in on Son Hong. Amen. Second coming. I, I believe Jesus will come again, but I don't believe that he was second coming Christ. Okay. I don't think like I think he has the same body. You know, he rose as a body. I think he'll come back as Jesus. Right. So, right. As Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that too. Yeah, but we'll first kind of start with like just the the concept of like second coming Christ and also like what his role is. Um, then we can go into like how we can recognize second coming Christ as well. Okay, so start out with that, not Passover. Okay, is that where is that where I'm asking? No, no, no. You? we're kind of go, we're gonna do both. Like, so this study will talk about uh, the secret of forgiveness of sins. We'll talk into about Passover and also about second coming Christ too. Okay. <laughs> so so far we can see um ultimately our goal here is to kind of understand about our soul so we kind of see like you know ultimately our spirit right we endure many things with this earth such as pain sorrow tribulation and hardships but many people say well i believe in god and you know i'm faithful so why do i go through the things i go through like you know why is life so hard but actually by understanding about the essence of our spirit our soul we can understand why we go through things we go through on this earth so we'll kind of understand a little bit about that today through the bible and also of course the topics i mentioned as well but let's see a little bit about this first we go to genesis chapter 2 Verse 7. And there was no one to work the ground, but streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living thing. Right. So we can see what did God use in order to, to create a living being? His breath. Yes, his breath of life. And what else? You mean like the dust of the ground? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. So the dust and the breath of life. I'm going to kind of abbreviate. So this is just a little diagram of what we're speaking about. So here this is kind of like the representative of the earth, but on the earth, in order for a living being to exist, there must be the dust and the breath of life. When you think about the dust, right, the physical, tangible part, what about that of our body do you think that represents of a living being? I think it means whenever you die, you turn into ash. Right, right. So ultimately, <laughs> our flesh, our body represents the dust. You're correct. So that's a tangible part, our, our bodies, which I kind of studied it already when I was explaining the question. But then, what about the breath of life? What do you think that represents the part that you cannot see? I think we have, yeah, like a soul. He breathed right. into us. That's the difference between us and animals. Right, that's so true. So we can see the breath of life represents our spirit or our souls. So in order for a person to be considered a living being, again, they must have their body, their physical uh, flesh, and the spirit. But most people know when these two separate, what must happen? A person comes to die already or pass away. From this area. So we're going to confirm that. We go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12. Verse 7. If you want to read more or less, that's perfectly fine. 
Okay, I'm gonna start from verse one. Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. For the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark, and the clouds return after the rain, when the keepers of the house tremble, and the strong men stoop, when the grinders cease because they are few, and those looking through the windows grow dim, when the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades, when the people rise up at the sound of the birds, but all their songs grow faint, when people are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets, when the almond trees blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and desire no longer is stirred. Then people go to their eternal home and mourners go about the streets. Remember him, you said seven, right? Yes. Okay, remember him before the silver cord is severed and the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel broken at the well, and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Meaningless, meaningless as a teacher. Everything is meaningless. So ultimately here, when we focus on the dust and the spirit, we can see where does the dust return to, as you previously said? Ground. It turns back to the ground. Our body, our flesh, is just a tangible parts that return back to this earth. But what does it say about how the spirit, where does it return? Returns to God who gave Right. So when you think about God's ultimate dwelling of place, for example, God is omnipotent, omnipresent, but his ultimate kingdom, the ultimate place that he dwells is where? I think he's everywhere, but I think we go to heaven. Right, right. So his ultimate dwelling place is the kingdom of heaven. So we can see that before this earth even existed, right, or before humans were on this earth, ultimately the kingdom of heaven was where God's ultimate kingdom was. So this is just a... Um, representing the kingdom of heaven. So we know in the kingdom of heaven, this is God's ultimate dwelling place. But when you think about the word return, can I return to Mars if I've never been there? No. No, right? We can never return to a place that we've never been to before. But the reason why I say that is because the verse says, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Mm-hmm. So our spirits return to God, right? Mm-hmm. But then, what does that mean? Our spirits were once the boy. I do not think that meant we preexisted. I think that's out of context. Like, okay. I think return. Mm-hmm. Like he breathed us. He breathed life into us. We knew him, and then so we think we are we're separated. From we him. already originated, or so we came from this earth. Like our original original place was this earth. I think he created us out of nothing. Like mm-hmm. you know, he spoke spoke us into existence okay so so far this verse is showing us that our spirits return to god meaning let's just through this verse understand that we that our spirits were with him yes our, our spirits were once with god no matter like where necessarily it was but our spirits were with god can we is that clear maybe maybe maybe, maybe so i don't know well that was ecclesiastes yes ecclesiastes 12 mm-hmm. and 7. So when we go to Ecclesiastes 5 and 2, it says, Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven, and you are on earth. So let your words be few. So the point, reason why I go to this verse, because ultimately God's holy place is the kingdom of heaven, which you already understood. And we are, of course, on this earth. But it's saying that our spirits will turn to God, who is in heaven, which is true. We all hope to go to the kingdom of heaven. But the fact that it says it returns to God who is in heaven, meaning our spirits were once in the kingdom of heaven. 
but the people, but the beings that were in heaven are what kind of beings? Other spiritually, the beings that are in heaven besides the saints. Besides that, I mean, there's saints that are in heaven spiritually. What are they called? They're not the saints on this earth, right? But they're angels in the kingdom of heaven. I think angels were created before the earth, mm-hmm. like it was. biblically, it and then saints. I don't think saints become our angels. No, I'm not saying that. I didn't say angels, um, saints become angels. I said, what other beings exist in the kingdom of heaven with God? Angels and saints, like Christians yes. that are saved, and then so ultimately angels, right? Because you cannot be in the kingdom of heaven as a, as flesh. Spiritually, if you're in the kingdom of heaven, but I don't think you become an angel. Like you're, you don't become like a Michael the archangel. Like you're, they're different. We have different roles. Mm-hmm. What an angel is versus what a, like the body of Christ is. Right. So when you, so you're seeing the saints after they passed away, what do you consider them after the fact? You just consider them forever a saint, basically. Yeah, I think you see in Revelation like them still praying, they're worshiping, they're, you know, we're still the church of God. Mm-hmm. But spiritually, the that their soul that returns to God, what would you call that? Their spiritual state without the body. I mean, I still think that's them. That's their whole. Like, you are you. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have your body, you're right. gonna be you. But without my body, many people, or for example, we refer to God in spirit as the Holy Spirit. But when God comes in the flesh, we refer to Him as Jesus, right? Well, and God the Father doesn't have a body. Right. He's spirit. The right. so-called Father. Right. So. Well, ultimately, the reason why I say this is because it shows us in Ecclesiastes 12, the dust returns to the ground. So our our body, our flesh, is just a tangible part we can see. It's not going to it's not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Actually, the Bible teaches that the imperishable, I'm sorry, the body cannot go to the kingdom of heaven. Basically, our physical body, but only the spirit portion. If that makes sense. Okay. You want to? you want to see that in the Bible? No, there's okay. theories on that. Like, I know some people think we're resurrected. Right, right. On, on one day, right. like, our bodies will be resurrected. But I don't know enough about that. Okay, okay. Well, as a little means, it shows us that the the body, actually, can never inherit the kingdom of heaven. This is a, our bodies, a body of sin. But our spirit is what we are living for, eternal. Like, it will continue to live eternally. And so we're showing, or the Bible shows us, that our spirits is what returns to God who is in the kingdom of heaven. But we can see about this. We can see that there were those who testified about this, even in the Bible, through Job and Solomon. So we're going to see examples. We're not going to just say that this is what it is, but we're going to see actually how Job and Solomon testified about this through the Bible. So we can go see first to the book of Proverbs to see about uh, Solomon. Does everything at least make sense so far? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, yeah. but you're just trying to like understand it basically from um, your perspective. So Proverbs chapter eight. And if you can read from verse uh, 22 to 26. So, so far we know God's ultimate dwelling place is, he- is the kingdom of heaven and we want to understand about the angels in heaven. This is just a little diagram. Or did you want me to read it? Um, if you want to read the whole chapter, you can, but from eight, uh, chapter 8, verses 22 to 26. 22 to 26? Yes. The Lord brought me forth as 
the first of his works before his seeds of old. I was formed long ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world, or his fields, or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundaries so the waters would not overstep his commands. And when he marked out the foundations of the earth, and I was constantly at his side, I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Perfect. So ultimately from 22 to 26, we can understand this is actually um, a book written by Solomon. And Solomon was blessed with much wisdom from God as, as king. And so because of this, actually he was able to testify clearly about his existence before the creation of the world. So most people believe, according to science, that this world is approximately 4.5 billion years old. But we're seeing, actually, according to the words of Solomon here in the Bible, he is saying in verse 22, the Lord brought me forth as the last of his works, as the first of whatever God created, as the first of God's creation. So he says, the Lord brought me forth as the first of his works. Before his deeds of old, I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning, when the world came to be. So when the world came to be, what was already created? Actually, Solomon is testifying he was already created. Do you mind if I read for a minute? Mm -hmm. Give me a minute and pause. Okay. In context, I think this verse, this chapter is mm -hmm. talking about wisdom. It is. Itself. Because, like, because uh, Solomon like, didn't have wisdom. Like, it, almost like it's calling that a, like a woman almost like wisdom cries out does not wisdom cry out like in verse one and understanding lift up her voice right mm -hmm. so wisdom has been from the beginning because god is wise like so, that like that is a you know he's not like just like wisdom he is wisdom like he is that's a part of who he is so but he's speaking about himself through from verses 22 to 26 he's saying the lord brought me forth as the first of his words right but, but does it? Because, okay, start from verse 1. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. And O oh, you, simple ones, understand prudence. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things. And from the opening of my lips, will come right things for my mouth will speak truth mm -hmm. wickedness is an abomination to my lips all the words of my mouth are with righteousness nothing crooked or perverse is in them they are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold for wisdom is better than rubies and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her i wisdom well, prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness, my fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse 
the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. He possessed who is me wisdom before his works of old. I have established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth, when there were no depths, I was brought forth who wisdom, when there were no foundations abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. So I would say all of this is about wisdom, and it's like, so, like it's a, and it's also poetry. So Solomon and wisdom go hand in hand. So he is proclaiming that he received wisdom from God. Yes, this is true. He has wisdom from God. That's true. But to say that he was in the beginning before the world, mm-hmm. that is reading it into the text. So what is what does it say here? Then I was constantly at his side, at the side. Of Who God. is I? The whole time this is this is wisdom. So it's she. It's this. She is he is she so so ultimately when you think of wisdom as a she, you're saying that Solomon or wisdom was with God by his side constantly day after day with in delight. Wisdom, I think this is poetry. Like it's not a you know, there's different types of context, like literally literary context, there's poetry, there's narrative, right? There's you know what I'm saying? There's a law. Well you know, there's, there's like seven different types of literary. You can look at two more examples then since this one is here, you're receiving it as wisdom was by God's side. Now let's see about the case of Job then. Okay. Okay. Let's when we go to Job chapter 38. Verses one through four. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding who determined its measurements. Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? So what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together? And all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut the sea with doors? When it burst forth, it issued from the womb. And when I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band when I fixed my limit for it and set bars and doors when I said this far you may come but no farther and here your proud waves must stop have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place that it might take hold of the ends of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it it takes on form like clay under a seal and stands out like a garment from the wicked their light is withheld and the upraised arm is broken have you entered the springs of the sea, or have you walked in search of the depths? Have the gates of de- death been revealed to you, or have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the breath of the earth? Tell me, if you know all this, where is the way to the dwelling of light and darkness? Where is this place? Anyway, yeah, I can give it, but I'll stop. Where are you? So ultimately, from one through four, God is asking Job, right? He is saying, 
who says that obscures my plan with words without knowledge so basically he's putting job in his place he's showing him actually you need to speak understanding about the, the will of god so this is why he says in verse three brace yourself like a man i will question you and you shall answer me where were you when i laid the earth's foundation tell me if you understand so when you think about the foundation So when you think about even the foundation of a building, you begin the foundation at the beginning or the end? Uh, the foundation is the beginning. beginning right. Yes. So we cannot have a building without the first foundation. So basically, God is asking Job, where were you when I began to create the earth, the foundation of the earth, right? Directly yeah. to Job. But then, this is as if someone is asking us, where were you after you were born? Like, or where were you born? Unless someone tells you, can you know for a fact? What? Where was I born? Or, of course, like our parents tell us, yeah. like, some birth certificate. But, like, I remember being like, born for example, like, if someone was just, if you were born and no one ever told you, could, yeah. you, could you know no. like, about this? Could you remember? Because, of course, at that time, we do not remember about our very infant years. At least mm -hmm. someone tells us about them. In the same way, this is how this question comes across to Job. He's asking him something that actually he does not know. But, again, because Solomon had wisdom, he was able to testify, or through wisdom, he was able to testify about the, family, the beginning of the earth when the world came to be. But then we can see when you go to verse 22 or 21, as you almost got there, he answers him about this. And he kind of goes into depth about what the world was. But by verse 21, he answers exactly where he was whenever God created the foundation of the earth. There he says, Surely you know, for you were already born. I mean, before the world came to be at the okay, wait, sorry, I'm sorry. Do you, uh, can you tell me what that, um, I missed that. Or the same chapter in verse 21, um, in Job 38. And then what chapter, what verse you said? Verse 21 in chapter 31. 31. Okay. Let me see the way that starting to do that. Surely you know you've already born, you have lived so many years. Right. This is like, uh, not literal it's like he's talking almost not down to him but he's rebuking him for right. like surely you know if you were already born like right like uh, obviously the opposite no he's teaching him that whenever god according to verse four wherever you and i laid the foundation of the earth tell me if you understand even in verse seven it says while the morning stars came together and all the angels shouted for joy and so on and so forth. He's explaining about the time before the foundation of the earth. We can see in verse 21, he is saying, you have lived so many years, you were already born whenever the foundation of the earth was preparing to be, or the earth was preparing to be created. As Solomon spoke in verse uh, Proverbs chapter eight, he says he was the first of his words. So actually the first of God's words was the creation of us, not physically, as our physical flesh and spirit, but actually as angels. We were once angels in the kingdom of heaven. We already lived so many years. Meaning our spirits existed before our flesh existed. Because just like Job and Solomon, they too were born on this earth and they had to face death. We too were, were, have been born and at one point we will face death. So that, as far as so many years, he's not speaking about our physical life on this earth. But he's speaking of our spiritual life as angels from the kingdom of heaven. Let's read, okay, Hebrews 2, 5. It is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking. Like, Hebrews 2, 5. 
Earth. Okay, good. It is not two angels that he subjected the world to come, about which are speaking. But there is a place where someone has testified. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, a son of man that you care for them? You made them a, you made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. And putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet, a, yet a, at present, we do not see everything subject to them. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels, for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Right. Okay, and then Psalms 8, 5, you've made them. Lower Talk about human beings a little lower than so angels and crown them with glory and honor. First Peter. Um, Can you go to Second Peter two four? For God not spare angels. When they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world, when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others. If he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes, and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. And if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed to the depraved conduct of the lawless. Okay. Yeah, so the, the, the main point here, there's of course many points in this uh, section of the chapter of Second Peter, but it says angels did what? They sinned. Right, because half of them fell, right? When they but followed. Where did they go? When they followed Lucifer. And where did Lucifer go? Well, they they fell down and they will be like forever in hell. Yeah. Right. So actually, because angels sinned in the kingdom of heaven, they had to be sent down. But actually, some of the angels that sinned in the kingdom of heaven actually did not intentionally sin against God. Yep. But some of them actually sinned unintentionally, meaning they were betrayed, they were deceived. So actually, those who were sent to this earth are those who actually sinned as angels in the kingdom of heaven. That's so, a lot of reading into that text. Yeah, it, I'm not reading into the text. I'm I'm just explaining to you what the the whole Bible wow. testifies. But according to this text, what I'm explaining here okay. is angels sinned. Period. Yeah. And then I'm explaining they, through the whole testification of the Bible what that means. Not by, based on this only verse, but many verses in the Bible. But so far, most of the verses you've used, I feel like, are out of context. So like you're not to Ezekiel three. Uh, to get it, Judy, just call me. Something okay. is going on with your car right now. Okay. Yeah, so they she need help to. Yeah, they need help to. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, oh, she's okay. sorry. Yeah, they're okay. They're just she's having like engineers, so they're asking if we can pick them up. Okay. Where okay. are they at? They're at the prospect mall. Okay. okay. So it's okay. It's okay. Well, ultimately, I just this whole study is just the number one to show um, because I feel like. We have to take the, the text on what it's saying. I think you believe the same thing. We cannot go out of context. Yes. So there actually are many examples that show we were our spiritually we were once angels in the kingdom of heaven. So we're just gonna leave it there for today. Yeah, that's fine. But um, definitely continue to read into it. Um, I can definitely just recent you the verses that we went over today so you can definitely do more um, of your research. Sure. 
But um, but yeah, I feel like this this was a good. I'm glad we were able to talk some a little bit about it. I'm so sorry we had to cut it short. It's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of uh, peppers here right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like a tripper or something. Yeah, actually, this is a short term that we're doing in Fayetteville because we yeah. have like 16 members in Fayetteville, so the company okay. that we want to get a location here soon. Okay. Um, but we're, of course, you probably already know we're international church, and we have many locations. So our whole goal is just to share God's love to everyone. So North Carolina is still up and coming. So our whole goal is just to okay. show like, through the Bible the truth of God. And it's not by our own interpretation. The reason why I'm able to even tell you about these things is because of the truth of the root of David. Um, so the Bible tells that the only one that can interpret the Bible according to Revelation 5 is the root of David. The Bible says that. So, so you don't think anybody can read the Bible can, and understand it? We can definitely read the Bible and understand it, but we cannot interpret it according to our own thoughts it has to be it has to be through the holy spirit right right it has to be interpreted it says in, in revelation 5 the root of david he will triumph and he will be able to be the one to okay who is the root of david it's jesus yes mm-hmm. it is okay so if you believe in jesus and you have the holy spirit but, but the root of david talks about um also not only jesus but even the second coming of jesus so, i would love to get more into that okay. i hate y'all have to go i, I do too but yeah <laughs> i'm so good to see you today but are you able to do uh, Bible studies on Zoom because this is my last day in Fayetteville. Um, the Zoom work, or how is it? Yeah, yeah, it's short. Where I'm actually in the uh, Raleigh Durham area. Yeah, Raleigh. Oh, okay, that's where our location is right now. Okay, the closest all y'all are in Raleigh. Yeah, uh, Brittany actually she's in. Are y'all spending a night in Raleigh? Um, y'all stay the night. Well, we we stayed at a location here in Fayetteville, but I have a home in Raleigh. I was like, I can I can drive you back if you want to stay longer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. Do it. Do it. Is it? Can we? Can we? I'm not scary. Do it. Can we do something um, on on like on Zoom or maybe later today? Uh, I mean, I just had set this part time apart. Two kids. Yeah, two kids. So, and he works nights. So usually he's you know sleeping during the day and I have them during the day. So it's hard. Uh, But Zoom isn't good. I mean, I could do it. Maybe. Like right now, I don't know. I mean, I, I have like a few more hours. But. Okay. Okay, we'll keep in touch. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on right now and then we'll definitely talk more. But at least if you can look into some of the verses that we looked at today, I think they're in your memory. Um, definitely just, or your history, um, definitely just kind of like look through them and like just take them for what they say and don't try to, like, you know, we don't try to interpret it on our own. I don't think that you try to do that either. But just see, like, what is it saying here? Like, yeah. what is the word of God saying? Not like, what do we think? Things I would like, like I wish y'all could say longer, is talking about Mother God, talking okay. about Passover, like, yes. mm-hmm. you know, the things that. Right, like, right. I wish we could. And this was actually going to get to Passover, but. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm so sorry that we have to go so soon. But I'm so thankful for your open heart and your willingness to study because it's hard to find people like who would love God these days. So, yeah, it's hard. But I also really want to know. Right. They want to know. Even if. You know, you have to, the Bible is just so big. There's so much. So what if I talk to y'all and you're like, oh, like I, I pointed out things that made you think differently. What, would you be open to that? Or are you not open to it? Um, like you want me to be open. I'm is, wondering how open you if are. If it's the word of God, I have nothing to say. But if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's an interpretation um, that can be taken, you know, it just depends. I can't say. 
I can't say. Like if you say, for example, you you telling me that we were not angels in the kingdom of heaven, but there's mm-hmm. many verses in the Bible that testify that we were angels in the kingdom of heaven. Not only the ones I showed you today, but many, many mm-hmm. verses that show that we were once angels. Actually, this earth did not always have human beings on it, and mm-hmm. our spirits are actually eternal. So then, where were our spirits before this earth? I believe he created us out of nothing. Like, right. I don't think, like, I think he alone was eternal. I don't think even angels were eternal. You know, like, he created angels. He created people. But what what if, what if Anton Hong himself didn't believe he was second son of Jesus? Hmm. You probably check out the websites that say about it, right? Yeah. I've actually read his book. I've actually read books. His book? I read his books and. How'd you uh, find his books? I printed it. You printed it? Yeah, you wow. for free. From where? From the New Covenant Passover of God, which is his son and his, his website. They have all of his books for free. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. So, Jesus that came 2,000 years ago, did he publicly say he was Jesus the Christ? Yeah, he said, I am, I am who I am, which is, he was stating he was God. What about to others? I'm sorry? What about to other people? Other than the apostles. Yeah. Other than the apostles. When he opened the eyes of the blind man, did he tell him, go tell everybody who I am, or don't tell anybody who I am? Okay, the reason why, so Jesus had to come to down the cross, right? So yeah. everybody responded to Jesus. First of all, he had a huge, I mean, huge multitude. And after he died and rose again, we had, we had, like, he was in front of 500 people. You know what I'm saying? But if every single person responded to him as Jesus, then he wouldn't have died. He wouldn't have been able to die. So you see him concealing it a few times, mm-hmm. and then after he died and rose again, you see he draws all people, and the Holy Spirit draws all people. Mm-hmm. And do you know what's the difference between then and now? What? Nothing. Same. But he has. It says he draws all people. He revealed. He he's revealed himself, right? Yeah. Father Ansan Hong, God the Father, he did the same thing. Now, what if Ansan Hong said he he didn't say that about himself? I'll tell you, he did. But that's like, the thing is that what if he himself said different in his that he, that he's not he's not the Christ, right? He said he was Elijah who prepared the way for Christ, but he said that no other name would be saved except for the name of Jesus, even in the last days, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I believe that too. Hundred yeah. percent. I do believe he is the prophetical Elijah. He did pave the way for the Savior, who is not the Messiah. So. Um, what if he didn't believe in God the Mother? I can show you he did. Yeah, there's, there's many things that people have misconceptions about, and the reason why Christ has to do the way the thing the way he did it. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, the reason why we say the Bible is to receive salvation, regardless of like what others outside think, because we cannot be saved in our thoughts. We can only be saved by the truth. Which is what I believe. But I think that y'all are putting. On Song Kong into the Bible, like that is an external source, and so it'll be the same as Jesus being put into the Bible. Jesus is in the Bible. We see Jesus, a historical huh? In the Old Testament. Oh, you're talking about the Old Testament. It still says, yeah, we see all the Trinity. We see everything points to Jesus. But where is Jesus in the Old Testament? Like we see him basically every time you see him as a Christophany, right? Well, where's the name Jesus? Not the name Jesus, but his name will be Emmanuel. You see it, and you can read Isaiah 55, and it's like so very, very, like so specific. We knew the town he would be born in, yeah. right? We knew he'd be born in Bethlehem. We knew, I mean, down to the day. And he fulfilled, like he fulfilled Bible prophecy. Right. right. But even, 
Yeah, it's the same. It's the same about second coming Christ as well. Like you, when I first approached you, right? When I said, you know, I told you about the Passover, you're like, yeah, I keep the Passover. Like we should keep the Passover, right? You said about the seven feasts and three times unleavened bread, feast of tabernacles. You know how the whole world is not keeping them. You know how nobody is keeping the Passover is because it was abolished. It what? Okay. I believe, like, I think it all points to God. It points mm -hmm. to Jesus. It was fulfilled mm -hmm. in Jesus. But he doesn't say that's their requirement for salvation. Like, we are not under the law. We're under grace. We're under grace. Yeah, like, I mean, in Acts, we see he's telling all the apostles to go out and spread the gospel. If they were like, I mean, if that is a requirement for salvation, Passover or the feast, mm -hmm. that's a big deal if they weren't going out and telling that. They're going out and telling people, to confess your sins, believe in Jesus, and be saved, right? If it was like, oh, you have to you have to do these certain things, then you don't see it one time in Acts, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it, that is not what he's saying when it, he's not putting you back under the law. He saved us from the law. Like, the law, the whole reason we have the law is to show us that we can't make our way to heaven. We cannot work our way to heaven. What did James say? You're talking about faith without works is dead? No, didn't he say, look into the law, you'll find freedom? Okay, do you believe we have the new law, that we're under a new law? There is the so he says, like, you know, whoever looks into the law intently, they'll find freedom, right? So if there's no law, but we're saved under grace, then... Oh, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of Bible verses that say pretty opposite of that. Mm -hmm. So I would say that would be the new law, which is love God and love people. And that, you know, we die to ourselves, we die to the law, and that we're free in Christ alone, not free in the law. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, uh, uh, because we have to go, we okay. can give another time. Okay. Sure well, can I just one last few things like, about what Anton Kong said about himself? We don't need to hear that, actually. I'm sorry, I don't need to be rude, but that's a little offensive of my father. So I'll be a little offended. If he said it, if he said it, not you, he said it. Wouldn't you want to know what he said? We know everything. I know what he said. I know why my father said there is no God the mother. Yeah, I know why he said there is God the mother. So I don't need really anybody to tell me what my father told me. So if, if like, the church told you something wrong that isn't real history. I've studied his books. I've studied the ones he meant So why would it be offensive if I showed you his book? Because I know why they tried to twist his words. I think that is so, I think it's you, like your church that has twisted his words. Like, even when it comes to, like, the day he was baptized, there's proof on the real day, the day he's baptized. There's proof of it. Yeah, he even wrote it in his Bible when he, when he was baptized. There's no proof of that. Let's see, have you seen it? I've seen it. I've seen... I've seen his books. I've, I've seen his, his own testimony now. I mean, <laughs> why won't you let me show you? And that way you can look for yourself. Because I know the intention. What is the intention you want to do? Because I think if, you want to like, look, let me tell you something. No, let me tell you something. If, if somebody told me I have evidence against Christianity or the Bible, if something is true, it will prove itself, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have to be scared to go, don't show me that, that, that the Bible well, is true. Like, I don't have to be afraid of it. I can go, okay, show me, show me what you have, because if it's true, mm -hmm. I should study it. Like, yeah. honestly, that's, that is, right. that's a scary thing to be a part of a church that you can't question. Oh, no, it's, it's not that. It's not that. You can't question. I mean, I understand. You're telling me I can't question it. That I'm being question it, But you want to show me to try to deny who I believe. 
that's what you want to do. We're talking just like okay, we're talking about who is God, right? Who is God and how? What is salvation? So we have to get to who is God. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to present your case, and I should be able to present my case, of, right? Because if God is just Jesus, and it, he is not on Song Kong, if you're saved through Christ alone, through Jesus alone, like the New Testament says, okay, mm-hmm. then the most loving thing for me to do is to tell you and show you, like mm-hmm. the Bible's pleading with you to just repent of your sins and to believe in Jesus, right? That's how I love people, especially in the gospel, by sharing and what is the gospel is the good news of Jesus. Right. So that's okay. why we want to share the gospel of the second coming Christ, who we know is Christ. And I'd be open to whatever you have to say, but I would hope that you would be open to what I have to say, and especially what he has to say. I, I, would, I would never like talk down on like what you believe, because that's, that's of course. And I'm not talking down on what y'all do either. I just think we should both be open. But, but there are slanders on. This is not slandering. What he said, I'm saying what he said. So the books that he published to go against God the Mother was a certain countermeasure at the time that needs to be done because of what was occurring. But that does not mean that there is no God the Mother. Okay, that's fine even if so. But mm-hmm. if so, can we can we read that he said this is an unchanging truth of the Church of God? Mm-hmm. Unchanging truth. Yeah, and the part where he said, I'm Elijah, and then he said, only by the name of Jesus we're saved. Actually, it's in the mystery well, of God, the spring of the water of life book, right? Well, actually, I was more talking about, no, I was more talking about the problems of New Jerusalem, the bride of, and the women bills, like, which is talking about Mother God. Oh, yeah. Well, so he says it's an unchanging the, truth. To counter the truth, the false insistence about the Hyunjin lady who claimed to be God the Mother. At the time. Yep. I read that. Um, Suen. there you Okay, go. yeah. So she claims to be the bride, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what mostly what I'm going to say is he says the bride of the Lamb are the 144,000 saints who have accepted the gospel. Mm-hmm. Then later he says the wife of the Lamb is the saints. Like over and over you see like where mm-hmm. the, the world church society, world mission society, world mission society thank you. But if you read the you read preface, WMS says you read the preface of that book, that book was made to counter what she was trying to do. But it says it's an unchanging truth of the church of God. Yes, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the unchanging truth that she's not got anything. You, you could basically put in Zonkil Jaw's name in this book mm-hmm. and it wouldn't change. Well, it's not referring to Zonkil Jaw. Okay, who's it referring? I'm saying, oh, okay, the you're talking about Umsum in. Yeah. Okay, but y'all do interpret Bride of the Lamb to mean her. Yes. Well, that's when what he's interpreting I'm not interpreting He's interpreting it here to say it's 144,000 saints. Right. And here to be saints. But y'all are saying it's a mother God. That's do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's in that book. So okay. you're changing, how is it an unchanging truth that it's the church, but you're saying it's not the church, it's a mother because God. Because he also wrote, and he himself testified that the new Jerusalem he is God from Can you show me that proof? I will not show you that because I know that you just want to actually impose this part. Why, why wouldn't you show me proof? Because that's my father's book and you want to use my father's book to basically say he's not my father. Where is that? Like, so yeah, if yeah. somebody was telling me something and I was like, no, oh, the Bible says this, but I'm not going to show you the Bible because it's my God's book. Like, I don't get that. You think it's true. You think I need to know it for salvation, but you're going to withhold it. I'm not, I'm not trying to withhold it, but I want to share with you. But I don't that's want so to. crazy to me. Like I would never would I conceal something if that I think that's how you are saved. So what was your goal then in printing all that? If you don't mind me asking, 
because I like to study why people believe what they believe. And the same thing of me, I like to I like to challenge why do I believe this is true. I believe I've studied why the Bible is true. I think it is true. If you came and said you were atheist and you didn't, I would still listen to everything and like I still think truth should be truth. That we should prove itself, yeah. right? That's and so yeah. I'm open to interpretations, but I think we should study. So I studied, and and you know like okay, well who is on Song Hong? Who did he say he was? What do we see about who he says he is? You know, versus who the church says he is. Like, I just, I try to look up what are the claims of the church? Like, what are the claims of the church of the mother? Like, so you sound like the, you, you've seen the third party of those who try to basically say there is no mother, you know, his sons. But as to the reason why they wrote those kind of things to him, even if I showed you, I know it would be hard for you to accept it. You're imposing that on somebody. Like, you're saying, that other people aren't open-minded, so I'm not gonna even tell them. That's what basically what you're saying. Right. Well, I'm not even gonna show you because you think that I'm closed off. I'm not. Show me all the proof you have. So, I think it's. I think it's what he's trying to say is because you printed, you did all this research like online, and you know these are yeah. other people's like, you know, interpretations of Father's book. But the only way for us to understand who God is, like that's the first step, right? That's what you're saying, like who God is. But the only way for us to know who God is is only through the Bible. It's not by looking at the I online. do read the Bible. Right. right. And it's only never studying the Bible. With, like thinking that that's on Song Kong. But you said in the beginning, I don't believe in Christ on Song Kong. So that's the reason why yes, even if I tried I, to show what he was teaching, because I believe he's the Christ. And I want to show people why he is. But if someone already like wants to say, oh, I don't believe, you know, then bring this information, it's kind of like, even if I showed you, I know where it's going to go. It's going to be so like interesting no, no. to me. Like I don't think you see that biblically. They go to all these places that don't believe in Jesus. They're being persecuted for that, right? They're going to go and they don't even mind dying for the sake of telling the gospel to people who don't believe the way they believe. If mm -hmm. I believe it's true and I love you, I will tell you it and I will show you as much proof of that as I have. But, I don't yeah. get the office. I don't know. I don't think it's like I don't <laughs> understand it. Like, well, just because you don't believe, you won't believe it. You're not going to be open to it. I won't show you. Like, if I believe it's true, I'm going to try to show you with everything I have that this is true. For example, we, we showed you right now that we were angels in heaven, but every time we showed you a verse, I don't believe that. I believe they don't believe this. I wanted to read it in context. Right, that's what we wanted to show you too. Like, in context, why that explained we were actually angels in heaven. But we don't want to, like, force anybody to believe something if they don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, you can't force somebody. Yeah. I would, I, just like, I can't force you guys to believe anything. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's I think it's a good thing to, like, share our case with each other you know like let's look together let's reason together mm -hmm. so yeah in terms of like all like what others have to say about father on Sanamo, it's okay like, what people have to say like this is his own book this is just his book nothing nothing about anybody else's mm -hmm. this is just what he wrote himself nothing about the, this is no the book, the, this is no uh mm -hmm. but it's not any it's not any um opinions of anybody else. This is literally just his words, and it was written the year before he died. Mm -hmm. Which book is that? The uh, Problems with New Jerusalem, The Bride and the Women's Veils. Mm -hmm. And then in the preface that explains this to counter the person, right? But it says it's the unchanging truth. To prevent, it says, the booklet was published to prevent troublemakers who misinterpret and behave fanatically. Explain the errors in the books of Ums. Um Su Win, who is saying she's the mother of God, right? Publish and testify of the unchanging truth of the Church of God. And then it says, in spite of this, women like her, okay, have caused great problems to arise with her corrupt ideas 
and how could they be forgiven? Um, and I'm, I mean, Matt might basically think is if he's saying that the bride every time is the church or saints, and this is an unchanging truth. Like, you know, that's just from how you do. So you take that one line, says No, I don't. I, no, not just one line. Like, I've marked lots of stuff. I read all of it. Like, I mean, I research this kind of stuff with, you know, every denomination. I'm definitely open to being wrong about everything. I think we're all wrong on something. We just don't know what parts we're wrong on. Yeah. So we, uh, I have all his other books too, and they clearly show he testified that we have mother too. Like love Moses, love Christ, mystery of God, spring of the water, fly. So bring them. What for? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you show me? We just taught you what he was. This is true about the, for example, the matter of the soul, the matter of the teaching we have called the mother too. Because you've only seen basically what's on examining the World Mission Society, Church of God. Maybe try our website and try to see like. I have looked at your website. I did. I, I looked at your website. Try oh. our, our, our sermon videos. You'll see basically what the general pastor is teaching. That's the same teaching we teach. Because now that you know a little bit about our church history, he is the one appointed by Christ on Son to teach his teachings. So what he is teaching basically is from Christ on Son and is also what we teach. But do you get that? Like just like I can't listen to any other, even like another denomination, right? You're not you're not going to go listen to another denomination except everything he says. You want to research it, don't you? No, not in the other denomination. Because you believe yours is true. But I'm saying if you were if you were open to anything, you wouldn't just still listen to it. You would you would research it. Right. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. So I want to see his like you're saying he I'm seeing he doesn't believe in Mother God here and that he didn't believe he was Jesus is what it looks like to me. You're saying he said the opposite. Yeah. I want that proof, not that it's not that a pastor says it's true. I want, what if I, I want the books that you're saying you have. I'm not giving you his books. Well, he never like he never like you know he never just told like said not God. He fulfilled Bible prophecy like everything, everything that he taught. It was all what Jesus taught: the Passover, the unleavened bread, the Feast of Tabernacles. Everything for us to receive salvation, along with loving one another. It's. It's all the same. It's nothing new. But um, but if you are interested in studying, because um, we are aware yeah. of the slander, we can definitely do Bible I do not studies. think it's slander for somebody to question. Well, like, if you question, like, question me, obviously you question what I believe, right? You're not slandering. You're not slandering. You're not slandering okay. at all. Because I'm, like, I'm totally open to y'all questioning me. I'm open to anybody questioning right. me. Right, but our whole goal is to show the words of the Bible. There has been things in the history of our church that has to be addressed in the manner that it has to be in through that book. But that was a book for an appointed time, and when that time was up, it no longer needed to be But you used. won't, but you refuse to show the proof that that was for a time, that he says different. Like if he said he was I can God, do that through the Bible, through Bible study. And if, you're, if your heart is open to receiving Bible study, then, you, then of course you can see more through Bible study. But I don't want to just do it just for you to like, kind of counter everything, because it's like, you know, I, just, I, wanted to, I, want to be, I want to be able to show you the truth and to show you why at this time this happened, but this is what the truth is and why this is what we need to follow now. So even when you think about the, this is a regulation off topic, but the food, about food, this is a subject that we teach in our church. Okay. In the Old Testament time, Adam and Eve were to only eat vegetables. But then at the time of, I believe, Noah, he was able, they were able to eat animals and vegetables. The regulation actually continues to change, to change until the time of Jesus, or now, Jesus, at that time, he says, do not call what is unclean that God has made clean. Literally, he eat everything. 
of course some churches and some people don't eat pork and don't eat whatever but just through that regulation you can see there's an appointed time of god through his regulations that we are to do whatever based on what he teaches at that time so there's a time for countering mother because there was someone who was testifying that she was mother and the bible teaches that there is mother but then when their time came to reveal the true mother, then now we need to realize and understand that this is the one we need to come to to receive salvation. So through this, we can see there's a time for everything based on God's will and plan of redemption. I understand the time period, like what you're saying about right. something for time. What I don't understand is if that's true, why would he say this word specifically means the church? It means the church. Like every consistently it's saying it's the church. Because some instances in the Bible, the saints, the bride is the church. I mean, every, I'm saying the ones that I've pulled, at least from right. y'all's website, it looks like the same ones y'all are interpreting. He always interpreted the same. That, that the bride is separate from the saints, which is our mother. So if you want to say that, we definitely can say about mother. But, but yeah, this book that uh, you were able to research on, at the time it was something that was the actual instituted. But now it's no longer, no longer in, like it's no longer something that's going to follow. It's no longer a regulation, if that makes sense. Yes, I understand the time period thing. Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> but I understand. I, I commend you for doing your research because I don't, when it comes to your faith, you don't want to do something blindly. So that is that is right. I mean, I think that on both sides. Right. You know, if right. I present something, study it. Like the Bible says, yeah, study you show yourself a proof. We, we have videos that testify within our church, special videos that allow us to understand about this. So I definitely agree you know, but at the same time, the whole reason why we say the Bible is not to understand about concepts and things that, you know, were in, in had a regulation or had a time period and it is, we study some people to see salvation. That is the whole purpose. Which, and how is someone to saved, biblically? Biblically, the way you can Passover. Yes. When does it say that? When does, when do you see an apostle say that? Jesus so, said, unless you my flesh and blood, you have no life. You're dead. And then above that, if you look, what does he say is doing that? It's believing in him, right? It's is that John? The flesh of John. Blood. Is that John 6? We have to go. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Just read chapter 35. Eating and drinking is believing in Jesus. It's not the literal law of drinking on Passover, which I still believe you should do. But <laughs> Okay. Well, okay well, thank you. So sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we really <laughs> well, Thank you so much, Maggie. Okay. Everything.